Hi, my name is Anya, and I'm going to be telling you about the life of Samuel Pepys. Lots of people know him as a British diarist who recorded many of his famous endeavors. While that may be true, a lot of his life remains unheard of through most people. On February 23rd, 1633, Samuel Pepys was born in a room above his father's tailor shop to Margaret and John Pepys. He had ten siblings, but only three other than himself survived to adulthood. His family was definitely not wealthy, but was helped by important people that they knew, including Edward Montague. This gave Pepys more opportunities in his life. While Pepys was a child, Charles I was overthrown and Oliver Cromwell had taken over England. For most of this period, Pepys was in the country, before later studying at St. Paul's School in London. In 1649, he even gave permission to see Charles I executed. scholarship from Magdalene College, Cambridge University, and started studying there in 1650. In 1654, he received his Bachelor of Arts. After his graduation, he went to work with his parents' family friend, Edward Montague. At this time, Montague was also Viscount Hitchingbrook and future Earl of Sandwich. He went with Montague to Holland on a mission to bring back King Charles II so he could rule over the monarchy. This is where he got his first piece of fame, from his detailed observations and retellings of the trip. His allegiance to King Charles II and his brother James, Duke of York, gave him more power than he could ever dream of. In 1655, he married 15-year-old Elizabeth Marchant de Saint-Michel. He was quite abusive towards her and other women, which he wrote about in his diary. Three years later, in 1658, he had a surgery for his agonizing kidney stones. He survived, which was quite a phenomenon regarding that was the time when sterile surgical instruments and anesthetics hadn't been invented. Each year on March 26th, he would celebrate the anniversary of his life. Now to move on to what Pepys was famous for, his world-renowned diary. for nine years until he was forced to stop due to his poor eyesight. From January 1st, 1660 to May 31st, 1669, he didn't intend for his diary to be read in his lifetime and wouldn't do so. He was also known for his great worth ethic, which included waking up at 4am and stopping at midnight. He kept detailed accounts of everything going on in the king's court. Pepys also knew math and knowledge about ships. He was quite interested in military affairs. In 1655, one of the biggest events that was recorded in Pepys' diary took place, the Great Plague of London.
most financially secure people fled, but Peeps stayed to vividly record the situation. They lost 15% of their population, and at its peak, 7,400 Londoners died in one week. The epidemic mostly consisted of bubonic plague, where the black rat flea would spread from a bite which carried Yersinia pestis bacteria. This created swellings known as buboes, which occurred on the neck, armpits, and groin. You might have also gone through vomiting, fever, and headaches. The other types of plague consisted of pneumonic and septicanic plague, which were even more dangerous and contained more of a risk of dying. People called watchmen surveyed the houses that were infected. Treatments, which included sucking out blood with leeches and smoking, did nothing. There was also a home remedy to sniff a vinegar-soaked sponge, which was just as useless. The following year, the Great Fire of London took place. It all started with the house of King Charles's personal baker, Thomas Farinor. His house on Pudding Lane caught fire one night from recently active coals. He and his family managed to escape through a gutter to a nearby house. His maid wasn't so lucky, though, and got engulfed by flames. Peeps was warned in the middle of the night by his servant, but ignored this and went back to sleep. Finally, when he could see the fire from his window, he left to take a look for himself. Peeps had to warn the king to knock down buildings as a barrier from oncoming flames. The whole debacle lasted four days and burnt 400 acres of London and 13,200 houses. After King Charles II had died, his brother James, Duke of York, took over and enforced his Catholicism over London. Peeps knew that his reign wouldn't last long, but was still loyal and allegiant to him. It made the people even more angry to know that King James's wife was pregnant with a boy, leading their only heir to be Catholic. Finally, the Glorious Revolution happened in 1688, and he was forced to leave. In 1689, William of Orange from the Netherlands and his wife Mary came to rule. Although Pepys resigned his place in Parliament to not break his oath towards James, he was still imprisoned for a short period. regularly went. He even supported the new invention of women actresses, as all female roles had previously been played by men. Along with theatre, Pepys also had a liking to music, under the early influence of his family. He was even interested in science, and although not being a scientist himself, joined the Scientific Royal Society and became its president from 1684 to 1686. In 1669, his wife died and they were childless. His health was deteriorating, so he decided to settle down with Will Hewer, a former servant and clerk that had grown to power with Pepys. His kidney stones had finally returned, and he died an agonizing death on May 26, 1703, when he was 80 years old. Pepys's diary revolutionized history in the 1600s. His significance is far greater than can be imagined, and our world will always be changed because of it. Mm-hmm.